High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. It's Tech Tuesday with Joan Mulvihill. Now, Joan is an independent technology communications and policy consultant, is with me uh, one Tuesday in every month. Joan, welcome to the programme. Thanks, George. Now, for a couple of weeks, we talked about... um, apps in the home to open the curtains and turn off the light and pull on the central heating and all this. What kind of apps do you want to talk about now? Well, more around things about fitness, health, well-being. There's loads of really wonderful apps out there now that are helping people to get active, monitor and manage their health, their mental as well as their physical health. My pa- pal of mine, I don't use any of these now, so you'll have to explain. But a pal of mine does something called the 10,000 step or something. And he has a gadget which tells him how many steps a day he's taken. Now, this thing... Uh, is there an app which is like that, presumably, a fitness app? What's your first choice of fitness app? So if I was a beginner, back to the early days of running, I'd look at something like Couch to 5K or Couch to 10K. And they're really great apps for helping people set goals and get started. Um, I think they're marginally flawed in the sense that, George, you and I both know that the couch to 10K is not the problem. The couch to the hall door is the problem. That Correct, can take yeah. me about three hours. Well, this is my question about these things, that they don't actually do the running, jumping or lifting for you. No, and that would rather be defeating the purpose of them, I suppose, <laughs> if one is doing them to get fit and well. Um, but they are great. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you, you join the gym at the start of the year, you go a couple of times, you've got maybe have a personal trainer. These are like personal trainers in your phone and it makes it so much more accessible for people. And they're free, so it's no expensive gym memberships or anything. And so, how do you do? What do you? What, are we, what am I looking at if, on the app store? What am I looking? Okay, for? so you look up for something like Couch to Five K. If you're starting off, and you can download the app, and it tells you, right, you plug in your headset on your phone, and you go for a run, and it say, okay, run, do a gentle warm up first, then it'll take you through. Okay, jog for the next two minutes, and then slow down. So it helps people build up their fitness, but. By following the program on the app, and if you you know train two, three times a week, you will get to be able to run your first 5K. A friend of mine did it a year ago, and it was one of her New Year's resolutions, and she ran that 5K by Christmas. And I mean, she started later in the year, but you can get to that level in a couple okay. of months. What about diet? There's bound to be apps out there which say, uh, you know, you've eaten too many potatoes or whatever, no? Okay, so some of those um, running and fitness apps... Um, I use ones I've used my fitness pal, Map My Run before, Run Keeper. A lot of those, they're free to download for the running part, but you can actually, for a small premium, some of them are free, some of them charge a little bit more, um, and they can do your calorie counting for you. So you can enter into your phone what you've eaten. So it'll show you, this is how many calories you've burned today by doing your exercise, and this is how many you've consumed. And you can set target weight loss for yourself into your BMI and it helps track and monitor your fitness. Now, I've, I've, I do it like, and I don't use any machines, but I understand that people of a modern generation depend on technology much more than I would. But I remember famously going for a walk with the former Irish coach, Eddie O'Sullivan, and we did this long walk. But halfway around the walk, I bought a Yorkie bar and Eddie, like said, you know, you just... Undone the walk. Undone the walk. Literally like you were walking backwards. So calorie counting probably does work for some people. It does. I mean, and it's a great way for people. You know, there's a huge pressure now in terms of obesity and the government are talking about, you know, making it compulsory to show how many calories in a restaurant. I mean, those things are on a lot of our 
you know, labelled food. But when you go into the supermarket and you're buying your fresh fruit and vegetables, things like that, some of those are higher calories than others. So a regular potato versus a sweet potato. Um, sweet potato is better for you in that sense. Oh, no, sweet potatoes taste terrible. I don't they're care gorgeous. whether they're better me for or not. They taste terrible. But the other thing, this just... There was a survey came out, I think, yesterday in Britain, um, where more, more people are now self-diagnosing than actually go to the doctor, apparently, for the first time ever. And and um, presumably now there are apps out there where you, you type in, I have a headache and a runny nose, and it comes back and tells you you're having a heart attack, no? Yeah, so there is that lovely, funny meme that says, please don't mistake um, Dr. Google for my seven years in medical college. <laughs> Um, and it is a dangerous thing to get into in terms of self-diagnosing. Obviously, if anyone has a serious problem, they should go to their doctor. But there are really clever and simple tools out there for people. So, for That's example, hard. if you're if you're on a regular prescription, um, so whether it's I don't know maybe asthma medication or contraception. Well, me now, me now, like I because I have arrhythmia, I have to take stuff every day, and okay. I still can't remember to take it. Okay, so there are, you can set reminders on your phone and things like that, but I think it's, it's more about, um, apps or websites like webdoctor.ie. I know Lloyd's Pharmacy do it as well, where you can go online, you enter, you, you answer a series of cons- doctor consultation questions. You fill those out. Now, it is based on the assumption that you are, in fact, telling the truth. But yeah. there is a doctor at the other end of that, a genuinely qualified there doctor. Is. And they will verify and issue your prescription. And you pay 25 euros for that prescription. Or you can go to a GP, take time out of your day, take time out of work, go to a doctor, pay 60 euros, pay for the parking, lose the time to get the same prescription. And it's for something but that's But somebody can issue a prescription on an app. In effect. On a website, yes. But, like, one of the key things that, I mean, because Ingrid's a pharmacist, for instance, and is always conscious of of contradictions, and and every doctor does this thing called a contraindicator. And so, like, for instance, I can't take diphene because it interacts with... The, the, the medication I take for my arrhythmia. So I have to suffer the pain. No diphene, George. Right? So if I don't tell the fella at the other end of the line on the app that I'm on medication A, he may give me medication B. Right. So it's not going to prescribe something for you that you've never taken before. They are limited in terms of those websites on what medication they okay. can give you. So it is based on ones where people are, say, like a contraception, if you know what brand you're on or an asthmatic tablets that you're on regularly or I don't know whether it's, I'm sure you can probably get it for your inhaler or whatever. If these are repeat prescriptions and none of your situations have changed and you're declaring that you're telling the truth and that you've, you know, they do ask you, are you on any of the medications? Okay, but so you can't say, can I have 50 grams of heroin then? No, and you can't go online and say, hi, I've got a headache, therefore I think I have... Meningitis. Exactly. And therefore, here's the prescription for that. That's not how it works. Right, okay. But it is It is good for, as I say, people with busy lives. Routine and stuff. Routine stuff. It's good for that. Um, so, yeah, Web Doctor, and, and that's an Irish one, I say Lloyd's Pharmacy do it too. All right. Now, one of the things we get on the Hook Health Jackup with Kira Kelly every Monday is people with issues of anxiety, depression, worry or whatever. Now, if you tell me there's an app to fix that, I think technology has come full circle. 
Okay, well, this is not an app, but there is a really wonderful website. I came across it recently. Um, it's called stepoutireland.com. I'm sure they'll be thrilled with the plug because it is a charity. It's a non-profit. Um, and that is a really lovely website that's been designed in a service. It's not just a website. Obviously, there's real people um, involved, but it is designed to help people suffering with social anxiety. So people who find it hard to go into big social situations and it becomes easier to get more isolated. And this is a website designed for people who are feeling those things where they can meet and network in the real world of people who are, are, you know, have similar anxieties and it's, it's a group and they can meet up and there's great support for them. And I think there's loads of services out there like that for their websites, but they're full of information that you're not necessarily going to read about when you open the paper or see an ad for on television. Now, one of the things we're really, we do know is that more young people than at any time in history are suffering from stress or anxiety or whatever. Young people are also far more likely to access uh, internet and so on than an older person is. So there must be stuff aimed at younger people. Is there? There are. There's some very specific ones. I mean, the standout one for the last number of years really has been spunout.ie. I mean, I would have come across them during my time at the Irish Internet Association and they are multiple award winners for the quality of their website. It is outstanding. And it is, again, you know, a non-profit charitable organisation that has been designed really focusing on young people's issues, um, giving them a place to share, talk, find the names, telephone numbers, contacts of all the people, anyone that could need to talk to. It covers everything from, you know, addiction, anxiety, um, yeah. Everything. Okay. That, All right. But okay. There's, there's I other, spun out in or something about this an, other. There's yeah? a great one. I really liked it. Uh, again, it came across recently and it's called Tackle Your Feelings. And uh, you'll appreciate this, George. It's uh, really is focused on young men, maybe in sport. They tackle your feelings. It's got a really strong kind of like rugby user yeah. face when you open it up first. Um, and it seems very directed towards young men, but it is about making it okay to talk about your feelings. And so. They're like they're nice websites that make it a really good, safe environment right. and all this information online for people. Now, I don't do technology, but I remember um, I, I, there used to be kind of self-help books. And I remember Cosmopolitan. Do you know Cosmopolitan? I do. Right. And I saw Cosmopolitan on top, top shelf, you see, and it said, uh, make the perfect marriage. Do our survey, you see. So I got yeah. the survey out anyway, and it talked about you and your wife, which is me, you see, and mm-hmm. I ticked all the boxes, adding them all up, and uh, the answer came out, you shouldn't be married, you know. So, like, I, that was the last time I did a survey. Now, the other thing, in preparation for your Rival today, I had a look at my phone. Okay. And I have nothing on my phone other than what the factory put there on in the first place, plus Halo to get a taxi and uh, Google Maps to get me wherever I'm trying to go. But I have nothing else on my telephone. I think I need to take your phone and put some apps on. Maybe we could trial some for every month when I come on. We'll give you a new app to play with in advance. Well, I like that idea as long as it doesn't include 10,000 steps a day or (laughs) not eating Yorkie bars or stuff there, you know. 
Well, Yorkie bars would be okay. But uh, wearing a pedometer or any of those wearable technologies are great ways for people staying in touch with their fitness throughout the day. You'd be surprised how much you probably walk, George. All Although right. not with all that halo no, apps. <laughs> I know I don't walk. But, but the interesting thing here from a listener is, though, if I'm filling in all this stuff into a health app and then they share that with the VHI, suddenly the VHI double my premium next year. Okay, well, it's really interesting, actually. Um, I've often thought it was rather ironic. They they will ask you questions when you're filling out your VHI and stuff like that about whether or not you smoke or how many units of alcohol you take in a day, and they'll penalise you for it. But if I share with them my fitness regime, they don't give me any bonus credits for well, being... Do they not? No, I don't get any bonus credits for being able to run a half marathon and running about 30k a week nothing it's terrible and my bmi is like smack bang in the middle and i don't get any credits for that so i kind of be pleased if they'd share my information and i could get some monetary benefit out of it but there are obviously strict rules in relation to data privacy and sharing that information right. with today's news on a broadband service and it's it's a waste of time really for many people uh, but like this 33 year old man he suffers from anxiety he lives in our rural Ireland. So therefore, all your apps are absolutely no use to him because he'll have very poor uh, access to broadband. Isn't that so? Well, it's not everywhere. And these are not necessarily apps. They are websites and obviously... The no, but internet access. But internet access. Absolutely, you're right, George. There, there was a survey released today and it shows that broadband, particularly around my own home counties of uh, Longford, Leitrim, Roscommon, I think parts of North Tipperary and Westmeath have particularly poor uh, rural, you know, broadband access. And that is an increasing problem. We've been promised it for years. The strategy seems to be taking a long time to roll out. And I think we always weigh it up on the economic benefits, but there's so many social benefits. Absolutely. So the ramifications of not getting it right are really widely felt. All right, Tech Tuesday with the independent consultant Joan Mulvihill.